Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome back to another episode of Before the After Talk with your host, Carlisle Chua. And today, I feel like talking about, um, I guess, something that not a lot of people want to hear, especially if they're going through a breakup right now. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I just thought of this just now because I woke up and I listened to this cover of my friend. Um, her name's Sophia. And she sang a cover of Taylor Swift. And you know where that always goes. It's always about like heartbreak and stuff like that. And um, so I like listened to it. And I don't know. It made me feel things. So the song was The Archer. And at first, um, the thing that hit me with the song was the, la- the line in the bridge, I think. Where it's like, all of my enemies started out friends. And I was thinking, like, oh my god, like that's the most painful thing to hear. Cause it's true. Like how well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. For me, cause I like the most substantial enemies that I have. What? Substantial enemies or what? Um, like the most yeah, like the people that I actually cause I don't know how to explain this. Okay, so like, right, your enemies are people that you hate and hate you back. Those people who just hate you and you don't hate them, those are just haters. And people that you just hate that they don't even know or, like, they don't even care, they're just people that you hate, you know what I mean? And, like, um, enemies, it's a two-way relationship and you hate each other. And, yeah, it makes sense that your enemies start out as friends because it's, like, the only people who actually know you um, or, like, substantially could make you feel so deeply um, angered or deeply, like, you feel such a deep hate for them is if they were able to make a substantial relationship with you beforehand. And yeah, I'll talk about, um, you know, relationships later, but, like, with friendships even, it just hurts. Like, of course, the people who are the closest to you at one point, they're going to be the ones that... um, I don't know. For me, it makes it makes me especially sad because whoa! Did you hear my voice crack there? It makes me especially sad because it's like these people—they know you. They know the real you because you showed yourself to them vulnerably, and yet they ended up hating you somehow because something happened. You know, and it's like I don't know, like kind of hurtful, obviously. And I think one of the reasons why people hate. It's just because they're hurt and they hate people who make them feel such negative feelings. And so that's why, yeah, that line like struck me and made me sad. And all of a sudden, after I listened to her cover, I was like, y'all, I need another jam session. Recently, guys, I have been jamming a lot more. Um, so I'm still going through my the motions of the interview process right now. And um, yeah, like... Yeah, what? I don't know. Like, we're... I don't know. I expected there to be more schoolwork, but there isn't that much schoolwork, and it's weirding me out. And, of course, I have to be on my laptop every single shift that I have. So, like, I'm in my room the whole day anyway. So, like, I've just been, like, playing my guitar and stuff like that, and I've been having fun with it. It's, like, my therapeutic, like, me time and stuff. And, like, I really love singing. If Like, if you guys didn't know that, then, yeah... Um, so I've just been playing and last night I had a sad jam session and today I had an even sadder jam session composing of mostly Taylor Swift songs and I was like, I don't know, I started thinking more about, 
um, breakups also and like fallouts and everything like that because also it's the birthday of one of the people that I've fallen out with and it makes me sad because it's like it didn't really have an, a definite ending it was just like a f- fade away um, we just fade like um, what do you call it we just drifted away you know like it wasn't it wasn't anything like we didn't fight or anything like that we just don't talk and it's because she's really busy and like I'm really busy with very different things so like we're not in the same environment anymore and we just grew out of each other and that's okay but that's really what happens in friendships and yeah I don't know I'm always in my feels whenever it's the birthday of someone who I used to hold very dear to me um duh because i always remembered their birthday before so obviously until now i still remember it because it's not like something i can just easily forget you know um so yeah i'm in my feels and one of the songs that i played wait let me just check oh okay yeah i remember i played wow it's just like literally five minutes before i picked up the mic and started recording this podcast but um i don't know like i played Cruel Summer, and if you don't know that song, you should listen to it, very good, um, but I highly doubt people who listen to this podcast won't be Taylor Swift fans, because mostly they're my friends, and like, duh, like, hello, anyway, so, yeah, um, the, the song Cruel Summer, I forgot what I was talking about for a second there, the song Cruel Summer makes me really sad also, because, I don't know. Let's check the lyrics again. It's just a sad song. The, like, uh huh. Let's just scroll. I need to be more okay with dead time. Like dead. Well, I know it's not okay. Like the rules of broadcasting or whatever. You're not supposed to have dead time. That's why I'm like talking still while I'm like uh, no buffering because it's like okay, no dead air, no dead air. Anyway, so, um. Yeah, I love that line. If I bleed, you'll be the last to know. It's like, yo. Okay. Anyway, this is not one of those behind the lyrics episodes again. We're not doing that. Oh, but the bridge of Cruel Summer was so fucking painful. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm drunk in the back of the car and I cried like a baby coming home from the bar. Said I'm fine, but it wasn't true. I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you and I. Snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to seal my fate. And I scream for whatever it's worth. I love you. Ain't that the worst thing you ever heard? He looks up, grinning like a devil. It's new. Okay, anyway. So, I just found that line painful because it's like, I love you. Ain't that the worst thing you ever heard? It's like, oh my God, you, they don't want to love you. Like, it's like a doomed relationship. It's like, yo, like, you didn't want to be... Like, parang she loves him more than he loves her. Yeah. And I'm assuming that it's... um in the perspective of Taylor Swift, so, and she's a straight woman, so, you know, I'm using those pronouns. Anyway, so, yeah, I just, it hurt me, because there were many times also where I, no, yeah, okay, yeah, (gasps) okay, so, there were many times where I was on Taylor Swift's end, where I was the one who loved someone more than they loved me and I was on that side as well where um other people loved me more than I loved them 
and it was really really shitty um when i was in high school and i've talked about i think i've talked about this before but when i was in high school not a lot of boys liked me at all not a lot of people i don't know not a lot of people liked me period um and it i was always just reaching out for people i wanted people to like me but it wasn't happening uh the feelings were never really returned to me and it was just really painful like i've i've talked about it so many times already that i've felt rejection a lot and it's hard because it's like what could i what could i have done more to make you love me you know like that was always the question in my head like i have done absolutely everything in my power to be perfect for you how come you still didn't love me that was always the thought but then on the other side of things when i when i um got into college when i became uh, when i moved on to college um that's when people were pining after me instead of me pining after them and at that point i realized that like i answered my own questions whereas before i was like what could i have done more and then there were these people who were like doing absolutely everything for me trying to be as patient as they could for me and like i still couldn't like feel anything for them and i think i just want this episode to be more about that side now because i am pretty sure i've already talked about it so many times and like i don't think people need to hear um another person being like what could i have done more i loved you so much la 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 like i don't want to talk about the heartbreak side of it anymore i want to be able to help people understand why some relationships don't work out so that's what we're going to do today um so yeah Wow, that was a long ass intro. I don't even think that was an intro. I thought I I was I think I was going to like ride into it already there, but like let's cue the little tune and let's start. All right, so like what happened, right? Um yun nga, I have dated in the past. Um I've dated guys before who liked me way more than i liked them and i I've, i've talked about this in a previous episode where i really was searching for um like someone else to like in a way like i was always the rejected one so like for once it felt nice to actually be the one to reject people and i'm not like i it's i'm not proud of it like I, it doesn't it doesn't feel nice to say that obviously but I think it's something that everyone has to admit that it's nicer to be on the side where you have the upper hand. And I think it's so much easier to move on when you're mentally prepared to leave because when you're the break upper, you know that the end is coming, but the break up doesn't have a clue and they're still so attached to you whereas you have been building all of these thoughts together. from for a long time already like unless you're like a you know um an impulsive breaker break upper or whatever like it normally has to do with a long pe- waiting period of seeing if it's really worth hurting this person or not and um for me it always takes like maybe like two months or so to realize like oh my god it's not working out and maybe two weeks the two weeks two months is like short or for some people it's actually long or whatever like 
some people feel like if you don't feel it instantly then it's just gone but for me it's like no naman maybe some because i'm an impulsive person but when it comes to people's feelings like of course i'm going to be very careful about it um granted granted sometimes when people like me i'll just accept that like automatically because again i said this before that i was just searching for acceptance and love and that's why i just let people in and then when it's time to take them out it's like oh my god i don't know if i can do this it's always so scary being on the break upper side because it's like i i fully allowed you in and now i'm kicking you out and that makes me an asshole and i understand like okay i think we need to like get it out of the way already um whether you're an asshole or not for breaking up with a person and it really depends on your situation obviously um but to the person you broke the heart of you're always going to be an asshole at first because it's that's how people kind of deal with rejection i mean like some people will deal with rejection better but the initial feeling is always like painful it's and with pain you want to avoid it and when you couldn't avoid it you just hate on the person who inflicted it on you and that's what happened um and that's why they will always be the asshole at the start but that doesn't you will always be seen as the asshole at the start but you need to remember that you know you did it for the best or if you didn't do the for the, the you didn't do it for the best you did it for your own reasons and you need to believe your own reasons like if you don't believe the reasons why you broke up with a person why did you break up with them in the first place you know what i mean it's like if you were just making up all of these reasons to break up with them that's a reason in itself like to break up because it's like why are you making so many reasons up to not be with them right but also at the same time it's like what is the true reason that you're leaving them like you have to hold on to that and realize that it was a valid reason in your head and you acted on it and whatever that reason may be it was valid and you have to keep moving forward like no matter what like some people they would hope like oh you know i hope i hope they forgive me and i hope that we could be friends someday or some people are like oh my god i regret it i hope that we can get back together blah 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 but like at the end of the day you just need to realize that that was the right thing to do it was the right thing to do because you believe that it was the right thing to do um so yeah anyway going back i just think that it's always harder on that side and it's always going to be rough and i think there's some people who you know wait for the other person to break up with them because they don't want to be the one to end the relationship and that's also toxic because hello like if you already don't think it's happening why are you still pushing for it why are you still together why are you wasting each other's time and that's normally the reason why i break up with people it's because i don't want to waste anyone's time we only have one life to live and um like they could be with the one they could be with they could meet the one already sooner if you just broke up with them sooner like the sooner you do it the sooner they can heal that's what i always like 
that's what I always believe. Like, don't prolong it because the longer you wait it out, the more painful it will be. You know, it's like you, like, for example, someone thought about breaking up for six months and then they're like, yeah, I've been, th- I've been thinking about this for six months, babe. And then the breakup he will be like, what the hell? Why were you feeling this for six months? Why didn't you just, like, why did you waste my time like that? Like, I would, per- like, personally think that you're wasting my time if you didn't tell me for six months that you lost interest in me already. Like, that sucks, dude. Um, so, yeah, I think two months is a sweet so- spot for me. Two to three months. Um, but none of that anymore. Anyway, so, uh, back to what I was saying about being the rejecter. I obviously was at, I had the upper hand already and it was bittersweet because yun nga, for once, you're the one with the upper hand, you're the one ready to leave and everything like that. But at the same time, you get a lot of ridicule for it and that's what I just said a while ago and like just face the consequences, everything like that. Um, But at the side of like, I can't believe you hurt someone. That's what I, that's where I always lie. Like after not lie as in like sinungaling, but like that's where I always end up at the end. It's like I'm not even I didn't regret breaking up with a person. I didn't regret like the time I spent with them or anything like that. I regret the fact that I hurt someone. I hate that. I hate, hate, hate hurting people. And like this person that you tied yourself down to, like a relationship. It sucks because it's like they gave you everything. Just what I said like a while ago in high school, I gave the person everything. I was completely vulnerable with them and it was still not enough. And like it hurts. It sucks because it's like how they'll be the ones to think about it now. And they'll look at you and they'll be like, I can't believe I couldn't be enough for you still. And then you go on to another person. You, I date, like for example, the break upper dates another person. And it's like, how is this person better than me? You start comparing yourself, right? And it's like, it's just an endless cycle of toxicity and anger if you hold on to that feeling of pain that you got from the rejection. It's not the rejection that you hated. It's the feeling that you got. It's like the the pride there. It's gone. Like completely you were vulnerable. You trusted them and they you they just I don't know. Like okay, the thing is with trust. It's like you trusted them to be to accept you for who you are. And the thing is with some people like, in some relationships, people really will accept you for who you are. It's just that you're not compatible with each other or they don't see you being their partner for the rest of their lives. Those are the people that can, like, be your friend at the end of the day. Like, some people, they will not work as partners because the, there's a difference of the relationship of being partners or significant others than um, a relationship with friends. It's always different. And sometimes there are just people who are not meant to be in your life as that role. There are some people who will serve a certain role for you and that's just it. And that's how some relationships end. And you really do have to believe some people when they say, I hope that we can still be friends or I still love you as a friend. Because some people, they really, really do value you as a person. They value who you are for real, dude. 
but they don't see you as a partner because you're not compatible that way and that's okay like dude it's not like every single person is going to fit in your puzzle or like be like i don't know you know what i mean like you can't date everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're not compatible with every single person. Because if every single person was compatible to you, you're bland or like you're vanilla or uh, not vanilla. I don't know. I respect vanilla people. But like you're just bland. You have no flavor. If you just, um, if you are compatible with every single person relationship wise, you're probably a people pleaser. And maybe that sucks to hear, but like the fact that you're able to mesh with absolutely everyone means that there's something happening, means that you're adjusting for people. And with relationships, you're not supposed to adjust. Well, yeah, you are. You're supposed to adjust, but you're supposed to be true to yourself still. You're supposed to adjust in terms of like, um, you know, time, understanding, everything like that. But like your personality shouldn't change. It's you. They're investing in a relationship with you for you. And um, yeah, not everyone's going to mesh with your personality uh, as, a, as a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a significant other or a lover or whatever. It's just going to be like that. And I don't know, for me personally, I have always been that type of person who wishes well on my exes. Like... I, well, okay, no, <laughs> let's be real here, when, the, when boys broke my heart, when I was in high school, I was mad about it, I was like, I, fu- I like, don't even talk to me ever, like, ever, ever, but also that's because they, they had, like, no good reason, <laughs> what, I just said a while ago that that's a valid reason, but, like, gets, like, it's a valid reason for them, but that doesn't mean it's a valid reason, period. What? I'm, like, gaslighting everyone. No, I'm not. Okay, so, uh, what I'm saying is that I, the people that I reject, yeah, there, there, there we go. Okay, so the people that I reject, I will always wish well on them because it's, like, for me, obviously, I would, I, I'm the type of person who really does want to love unconditionally and everything like that but oh see like that's the that's the thing you can't love unconditionally because there's always going to be a but somewhere like for me my condition is i will love you uncon i will love you no matter what but you cannot hurt me or like you cannot physically hurt me or you cannot like harm me or you can't um i will love you but i need to love myself stuff like that like i don't believe that there's an unconditional love because if you if it's completely 100% unconditional that means you're giving up even yourself and yourself is the most important condition that there should be in a relationship anyway um so <laughs> yeah so of course i want to be able to love my exes like i hated having to end things with them because it was like dude they're such good friends or they're such good company to be around obviously why would why else would i want to be with them in a why why would i have dated them if they weren't um good to be around or like an easy like a good aura to be around right but like they're not compatible with me they don't work with me they're 
their their values are different from mine and that's just how it's gonna be and I can't help that and some people really won't understand that um and again that's the pain from the rejection that's happening um but like I really just I I mean like this is not me trying to explain to my exes like I'm so sorry for everything like, yeah, I'm sorry for everything, but at the same time, like, I'm not trying to, like, be like, I'll always love you, la, 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 la. Like, no, I moved on from that, dude. But, like, I wish that the, like, I wish I didn't lose you as a person in my life. I wish I didn't lose you as a character in my story because I thought that you were a very good person. Like, I think that, like, substantially, they have good stories like, good morals, it just didn't mesh with mine. I need to sneeze as hell. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay. I just closed my nose. But, um, yeah. I just, I just wanted to let that out because I think it's really important. I think people don't really understand how it's like or some people are still not on that emotional maturity level where they can accept that there are some people in your life that will not mesh with you. Honestly, me, e- even, even, even me. What, what am I saying? Honestly, even me, I have a hard time accepting that some people will not like me even if I adjust my personality so much. I'm a people pleaser, not gonna lie. I really am a people pleaser. And it was really hard for me to accept that some people will hate me no matter what. Um, and I will really do, I will really do what? I will really have enemies along the way and that's because I finally started sticking to my own personality instead of just bending for other people and pleasing other people um and it's just not gonna click with everyone like I just saw it in my head as like magnets and you have a certain um charge and you know other other charges you know like you know what I mean it's like the opposite charge will um, stick to you, the like, the like charges will, like, re- will repel you, I'm not saying that you should date your opposite or anything like that, like, some people date who they're like also so that they understand each other, whatever, I'm not even saying that, I'm not even telling you who to date, dude, like, that's all on you, um, but, like, I'm trying to make you understand that there's some people that will not be in your life, or some people who will refuse it because they don't think that they want to be part of that story or they don't want to be part of that narrative and it's okay it's their free will you have to respect that and it just makes you it just gives them more of a reason to want to be out of your story because you're forcing them in and like no one wants to be forced to do something that they don't want to do and it's uh, uh, you it's just it's just i don't know that's just it man i just wanted to say that and i just have a lot of i always have these thoughts especially when i'm doing my jam sessions but i really don't know how to like um word it out uh until i just did right now and i think i'm going to end it um because i have to eat lunch very soon because i have a shift for my interviews and I have to go, and I hope that I'll be able to, like, I don't know, do my schoolwork, guys. I haven't been doing schoolwork this whole time during um, during these, uh, what do you call it? 
during these this interview season i have not been doing schoolwork because it just drains me and like okay i've been watching a lot of uh i don't even want to say it like i don't even want to say it on the podcast it's embarrassing guys i've been watching a lot of bts videos i've gotten really really obsessed with them yes i know i'm late to the game okay whatever like whatever i don't care i just got sucked in and i could not stop watching them anymore and i'm ab- like i'm obsessed and it sucks so um i've been going down that rabbit hole recently so i really have not been reading any readings i haven't been writing any papers granted there are no more um there's no more i don't have any more schoolwork to actually do but um yeah i mean might as well do advanced schoolwork right oh i don't know why am i like that like uh just you know the thing with me i'm always looking for more work because i'm like oh i have to advance work but it's like like why do you advance work if you're gonna work more pa the point of advanced working is so that you could rest ahead of time rest easier like like you're already ahead of the game why can't you just relax bro Like, that's not me. I'm always like, I'm ahead of the game. I have to stay ahead of the game. Like, what? Carla, shut up. Like, stop. Relax. Anyway, if you guys needed to hear that, I got you. If you're like me and just want to stay ahead of the game, it's okay. You already are. Just calm down. Like, bro, take your time. Like, you're at home. Like, what do you expect? Of course, you're going to be lazy. Your home is a place of rest. Outside is a place of work and we're not outside. Again, we're a go- we're in a goddamn pandemic and that's really just how it's going to be for a while, but it's okay. Maybe next year. <laughs> I don't know. Um I still haven't heard from the people um that the radio station that I applied for and I'm hoping to hear from them soon. We don't know. We will see. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think I'm gonna go now because yun nga, I have to eat lunch already and get my day started. But I just wanted to start my day off with a nice conversation like this with you guys. Sorry if it was a little bit heavy. Sorry if it hurt you some way, somehow. Obviously, I have no person in mind that I'm thinking about. It's like I'm not even like directing this to anybody. Um, really, I'm just telling you or like i'm just telling you my thoughts and telling you or like under, helping you understand your heartbreak and everything like that from my perspective so that's pretty much it uh i love you guys so much and i will talk to you again next week bye